Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to ya. Alright, I shall spare you any more really bad singing because I'm definitely not a singer, but happy 2022, chocolate friends! First new podcast of the new year. Let's freaking do this. We are going to be talking about 2021. We're going to be setting the intention right for 2022. Let's go! Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, a space where chasing dreams and indulging in chocolate is celebrated, where it's okay to walk the abnormal path, break tradition, and pursue your own true happiness. A space where you can gain encouragement, inspiration, and confidence to go out there and become the best chocolatier you possibly can be. I'm your host, Tina Codinha, and I know what it is to be chocolate crazy. Like you truly feel called to do this, as if a light suddenly went on and all arrows point to chocolate. I've had the honor of working under some of the best chocolatiers in the industry, and all the while have dedicated my free time toward bettering my craft at home. I'm a wife, a mother, founder of Codinia Chocolate and Codinia Chocolate Mentorship, which I proudly run with my amazing, talented husband, Bruno. Chocolate is so much in my blood, I couldn't live without it. It's been the wildest journey thus far, and my hope is that this inspires you to keep on keeping on and believe that you can do this too, because the truth is, yes, you can. You really, truly can. So consider me your new chocolate friend, constantly cheering you on because I'm right there with you. And let's dive in. Happy Friday, chocolate friends. Happy 2022. Woohoo! There's something about fresh starts, right? It's the new year. We can flush out all the blah from 2021 and embrace 2022 for what's going to be, which is freaking amazing, awesome, warm, joyous, abundant, rich. (laughs) I am claiming it, y'all. I am claiming it, so claim it on with me. And let us keep the positivity rolling. Anyways, before jumping into 2022, I wanted to share with you guys a reflection for 2021. And this brings me back to a time, I'm bringing it back to when it was the last time it was the year of the tiger, which is the year that I was in New York. And I was about to leave New York and I had this great divide. I was actually on the cusp. Leave New York and go pursue this job that I was offered in San Diego, which if you know me, I love San Diego in California. Or stay in New York and basically bust bust my butt and make it work, even though I really didn't like living in New York and I had a relationship going on at the time and that would probably be the main reason I was staying. And I asked one of my chef chocolatier friends, um, Chef Hawken, and for his advice. And I just, you know, someone who had moved countries for his work, for his desire to, you know, establish his life and build it. I was just trying to get some fresh perspective. I was new in the game and I wanted some fresh perspective on what should I do, right? And I just remember that he told me that, you know, life is basically like a movie and you are the director so go and create whatever you want and it really stuck with me and I was born in Los Angeles California home of Hollywood films you know actors actresses I'm very much aware of pop culture everything like that and even more so I've always been intrigued by the creativity that goes on in these movies in the artistry of it all right behind the scenes things I like hearing things from an actor's perspective or a director's perspective to know how a movie came together 
So if you ever watch footage or something like that, you know what I'm kind of leaning into and I'm kind of trying to get to if you kind of can connect the pieces is that there's always something much deeper than we the audience see on the screen right likewise there's always something much deeper going on I feel within we're talking in chocolatier world going on with the chocolatier in their life in what they're trying to create more than what just is shown on social media or what the customer sees or you know whatever so I just wanted to share that because most recently I was watching footage of tick tick boom and if you haven't watched tick tick boom it's amazing it is a musical uh, directed by lin-manuel miranda if you don't know lin-manuel miranda he's the guy from hamilton he did the music for moana he did the music recently for encanto all of those i highly suggest that you watch but anyways as i was listening to him talk about how they built the movie and all the details that went into place and how he visioned things in his mind and brought it to the screen and you know the conversation between the actors and the collaboration and all this type of stuff I freaking love that like to see that real connection and to see that you know an artist is creating just for artist's sake and he presented this character who in Tick Tick Boom if you don't know is about this guy named Jonathan Larson who is the guy who created Rent who unfortunately died the night before Rent made its first public debut and leading up to that he had this constant ticking in his mind that time was running out and it's about the struggle of an artist where you want to put yourself out there you want to do what you're meant to do and you're doing it for art's sake you do it because you love love it but you're dealing with rejection you're dealing with well what if your dream plan doesn't work out you've built all of this energy into something and it doesn't exactly happen the way you want to do you keep on going do you bend your dreams a little bit and settle? And I speak on all of this. If you can't tell, I really freaking love Tick Tick Boom. Again, super highly recommend you watch it if you're a creative. It's so good. Um, but in many ways, 2021 was sort of this ticking for me, right? And I think actually if I look back on it, there's sort of been this ticking uh, no matter how much work I was putting into whatever or whoever I was working under basically since I began chocolate and it's always been paralleled with me working on my own stuff wondering well when would be the day that my own work would get recognized when would be the day that I would be respected in the industry and if you wonder well why do you care so much for the recognition and the respect and I think about that and it's not just you know to be quote-unquote established or to have some sort of stability which of course is really nice and you know of course I think a common goal all of us share as creatives as chocolatiers you know people in this industry but I think so badly really truly honestly you know the heart of an artist the heart of a chocolatier the heart of a creative who really loves what they do you want to be recognized for what you do because you want others to feel what you feel through what you create right? It's something very personal and it's deeper than chocolate and there's an appreciation for the craft. There's an emotion felt on the other side of eating something that is so simple but is so beautifully made and it just can transport you to a memory, to a feeling, to a person, to another universe <laughs> if you let it be. And as I'm writing this script because I'm outlining my podcast, you know, I have actually funny enough, Andrew Garfield's head or his, his head, his accent in my head. 
I have been very obsessed with all things Andrew Garfield lately. I find him like an extremely uh, thoughtful actor, very on top of his game. And just the whole, you know, theme of artists, creation, retrospect, seeing what you create. So 2021 is over. Now is the aftermath. Now is the reflection point, right? So let's look back. So what started off as a year of wanting to keep momentum going because, you know, 2020 was such an abysmal year, right? COVID happened. Um, There's all this uncertainty with everyone. I lost my brother in 2020. I just went into 2021 feeling like it had to be better, right? I distinctly remember feeling like I know that I am capable of doing things And I need to go out there and just do them. That is the energy that I was bringing into 2021. There were things I did not know how to do. I was convinced I'm going to learn how to do them. And gosh darn it, I'm going to freaking do it, right? So one of the major ones was to start teaching and to be seen as a teacher. And anyone who's ever worked with me or with Bruno, then you clearly can tell that we love chocolate. Like, Hands down, like we are for sure 100% like chocolatiers, like to the bone, to the T. And if you had an interest in it as well, we more than were open to share everything we knew about it. It's just like automatic connection, how cool to vibe with someone else who loved chocolate. And I just know that I love seeing when others can connect the 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 dots and see the light bulb go off and just be able to create their own joy in the kitchen. And they get it, you know, it's it's chocolate happiness defined basically and so that was the fire and that was the birth of Codinia chocolate mentorship and it was important to us to create something that hadn't been quite done before in the sense that even if it was through a virtual mentorship you know you you being the mentee would get access to all of us right you get access to our knowledge our banter our minds we'd grow with you we didn't want to create something that was hugely overwhelming that we couldn't give that two-on-one we say two-on-one because me and bruno that two-on-one attention um that i think is really impactful we wanted our mentees to feel close to us to get to know us to be able to reach us um to get to know us to get to know them as well and so looking back the building of all of that in addition to continuing our online shop Cadenia chocolate was just a huge undertaking and Cadenia chocolate only launched in september 2020 so basically two businesses growing at the same time was a lot it was hours of filming editing learning a new website platform learning web design uh, finding a commercial camera crew, prepping for that shoot, doing photo shoots, interviewing mentees, uh, running just everything, run, getting seen in the public eye to be seen as a respectable, knowledgeable chocolatier, uh, going more live on our socials, uh, you know, building that connection and figuring out how to assert ourselves in such a position that it still felt genuine and real to us, right? So, 2021, I will say, was a year of pushing boundaries and limits, and I'm speaking for myself, although, of course, I've seen it in Bruno as well, we both grew tremendously. And to any of our mentees listening, uh, this is shout out to you. Thank you so much for taking the chance on us, for giving us an opportunity to serve you, to be there right alongside with you, uh, to celebrate your highs as well as be with you through your lows. Because we know that, you know, entrepreneurship, chocolate, there's a lot of, you know, 
I'm doing the roller coaster motion with my hands right now, if you can picture that. Um, and just to be able to have that connection once again and feel the profound impact that we made um, through being through this time together that we've had, whether it was three months or six months, um, was just incredible. So, uh, like I said in another podcast, Amentia Virus told us that we've actually grown into family rather than chocolate friends, and that sounds incredibly cheesy. But incredibly true. So once again, to our mentees, uh, thank you so much for yeah for choosing us, and we look forward to taking on more aspiring chocolatiers for 2022. Uh, the other really important part of 2021, which speaks a bit on what I just said, was the focus on brand building. Right, establishing a voice in the industry, being more vulnerable to show my face, Bruno's face on camera, on social media, to start a podcast. Uh, all of this is so important in business, especially in today's age. But that is something that, you know, honestly, I wasn't always so comfortable doing. I am an introvert by nature. I am actually super shy. So to put my face out there, to put my voice out there was stepping out of my comfort zone. And to anyone who's listening right now who feels like you want to start showing your face, you want to start growing your business, you want to start building a connection with your audience, um, I'll just tell you that honestly, it just gets easier the more that you do it. And I made it a point in 2021 to be super consistent on social last year and just try some new things. Um, one of those even pushing Bruno out of his comfort zone. Bruno learned to dance, y'all. If you haven't seen that, go back to our Valentine's video from 2021. You'll see him dancing. Um, and funny enough, by doing the work and putting ourselves out there and doing all these things, we actually got to know a lot more people personally, which, I mean, duh, is kind of the point, right? So it works. You get to know people personally. You build more connections. You build a better audience, a quality audience. Um, you have more supporters, and your business thrives. So, um, yeah. And on the other end of that, just going in with the whole theme of audience building, if you know me, you also know that I really don't care too much for vanity metrics on social. So you could have 100,000 followers, 1,000 followers, 100 followers, whatever, 10, who cares? I don't think numbers tell the whole story, right? I honestly care more about putting in the extra effort to connect with those who are connecting back. And... If you have an audience who's highly engaged with you, even if your number is not that big, you have, it's more impactful. There's more beyond just a social screen, right? Chocolatiers, customers, new faces. Um, I made a lot of new friends over the year of 2021, which is awesome. I mean, in this day and age, friends, 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 new friends, right? Um, and I also realized that many of us chocolatiers actually have a lot more in common um, than I thought, you know, just by, again, putting a thought out there, an idea out there, um, a certain post, a certain comment, uh, whatever it was, and having the response on the other side of that and realizing like, holy crap, like we are actually all going through something very similar and maybe it's not talked about as much. Um, or to be able to have that, you know, person to lean on and support you or to hear you out or to hear you vent or whatever. It's just nice. It's nice than just trying to feel like you're putting your business out there and you're competing up against all these other chocolatiers on social, right? 
So 2022, I definitely want to expand more on certain topics, right? That I know I feel all of us feel to a certain degree, and I know that would be very helpful to others in our chocolate community. So heads up, chocolate friends. <laughs> if we have been chatting, um, you know, quite a lot, and there's a few of you have how I'd become a lot closer with in the last year, um, there may be something coming your way very soon, an invitation of some sort, if you will. So just heads up. And I wanted to close and say also the other side, of course, the flip side. So 2021 was amazing, but of course, it was also a really tough year. So there goes so much more uh, behind the scenes of being an entrepreneur that many don't see, right? There were literally moments where I was just, I just broke down crying, like straight up just broke down crying, um, where I just felt like I was completely spent emotionally, mentally, physically with everything. And I just made sure to, you know, I had my off days, I had my mini breaks here and there. But even then, like I learned from 2021 that I needed to be more patient with myself, right? And that is super hard for me because I am a very like on it, on it type of person. I like getting things done. I like getting things done, you know, really fast. I'm trying to snap my fingers. I've never been able to snap my fingers in my life. So if you don't hear that, I am snapping my fingers. And I hate waiting around. I hate the feeling of things being left unfinished or being rushed. So as Bruna and I were going through 2021 and it was literally project after project, whether that was an online course launch, filming content, working on chocolate parties, doing show pieces, working on 250 chocolate amenities to go to Vegas, keeping up with the shop, keeping up with just everything in general business-wise, doing interviews, whatever it was, I realized, well, one, I for one, and damn sure that I will do everything that I set my mind out to do, but I need to become better at setting up boundaries with myself between work and personal life and take better care of myself in my health, physically and mentally, in order for me to perform at my highest. 2021 was also the year that I became hypertensive. If you don't know what hypertensive means, it just basically means that your blood pressure goes up like like a lot. And I never thought anything of it. I didn't realize I could be an actual health issue until I went to the doctor. And three different times I've been to the doctor, my blood pressure has just been skyrocketing. So clearly as much as the mental wants to exert the body is telling me like you need to fix something in your life because you are clearly very stressed and you have a lot going on and you're doing a lot of things and the result of this doesn't look very bright for you if something doesn't change right so learning that i can push and push and push and push and push and the job will get done and i'll always figure out a way to do something and i like that feeling i also knew that as of 2021, I got to give myself more grace as well. I have to learn to just slow down just a little bit enough to recognize that what I'm doing, you know, is enough rather than trying to run this race and win this race, I guess, when really, if you're in entrepreneurship, you shouldn't be doing it for anyone else but yourself, right? And I think that coming into 2021 with the feeling of having to put as much out there in order to quote unquote win the game I somehow still felt like I was in competition with others and that's not a mindset I like to be in I never felt like 
anything would be enough if I kept that type of mindset. And I realize now, especially like I said, because I've seen the effects on my mental health and my physical health clearly, that if I want to go into 2022 stronger and beyond 2022 for the longevity of things, then I have to slow down and take care of me and realize just a more smooth system to keep all systems running without completely burning burning the battery out if that makes sense right and i think with social media it transitions like this is a little into you know my tangent in my brain how it goes but with social media right it's so easy to fall into this comparison trap where you feel a certain type of way especially by your peers or by chocolate your coach types whatever right that's just human nature i learned however that when you put the focus like if you act based on how you're feeling as a reaction to what you see some other chocolatier doing, then it takes away from the true person who you're supposed to be showing up for, aka your ideal client, aka the person that you truly want to help, the person that you really want to connect with. So I say all of that because coming into 2022, Bruno and I, Kudina Chocolate, it's going to be full power, right? But less bing, 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 and more kaboom, whoosh, kaboom. <laughs> I, as I'm saying this, I have arm motions like a tidal wave, tsunami thingy going on, but basically more impactful nuggets of chocolatier wisdom and goodness that will truly serve the aspiring chocolatier. It'll serve the chocolatier who wants to up their skill set. It'll serve the chocolatier who's looking to gain more from a mentor than just techniques and recipes, right? So... I'm not saying the technical aspect, by the way, of being a chocolatier is not important. Of course, very, very important. There's many chocolatiers who teach the technical aspect. But I think, personally, if you're trying to make it in the long haul to have longevity, again, you have to bring more to the table than just being technically sound. There's a much wider spectrum of skill set needed. And I do believe, 100% believe, actually, that Bruno and I provide that. Uh, One, because we've experienced it ourselves because it is something that we've actually worked on and because we've seen what a profound difference it makes when we work with other chocolatiers, right? So if you are the type of person who goes into the new year with the word, I am walking into 2022 with two. I am walking in with one, patience, and two, optimism. I remain highly optimistic that 2022 is going to be an amazing year. Whoop, whoop because I know myself and I've learned a lot, especially from 2021, and that's the energy I'm going in with. And I am reminding myself to be patient with myself and the process because I too sometimes need to remind her to stop and just take a look and marvel in the moment rather than trying to just achieve goals, right? All right, that was a super long reflection (laughs) but anyways i wish you guys a blessed and abundant 2022 if this podcast resonated with you anyway please do me a kind favor write me a review or leave below what is your word for 2022 what are you wanting to bring into the new year or change up or something that you've learned from 2021 i would love to know um there is so much planned for 2022 i say there's going to be a more kabooms rather than bangs but yeah i feel it you guys i feel a good energy i feel i feel a positivity 
I feel like a lot of the inner work that I've been working on over the last year and now physical work is actually starting to take shape and form. So it's a really good feeling. And I'm going to end this first podcast of the new year once again for all of the listeners out there to take a moment, close your eyes, put your wish on the horizon. I was trying to rhyme there, didn't go. (laughs) Uh, Put a wish on the horizon for what you want to get out of 2022 and never stop believing even for one second that it can't happen because I'm telling you, as my chef chocolatier friend, Chef Hawken, once told me, this life is your movie, you're the director, you can put as many plot twists and turns and hurrah moments in it as you like, so why not make it the best dang movie ever? Talk to you later. And that's all folks. By the way, in case we aren't friends yet, let's keep the connection going and get social on the gram. You can always reach out to us at Convenient Chocolate where we post inspirational, drool-worthy, and informative tips on all things chocolate. And can I just say, thanks for hanging out with me today. If you felt a connection from this podcast or found it helpful, please be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can keep spreading the chocolate happiness. Y'all know that that is my life mission. But really though, (laughs) via chocolate making, teaching, and now through sound. Woohoo! Have a beautiful day, and I know it's going to sound cheesy, but it is true. In case you needed a reminder, you are 100% worthy of the life that you dream, chocolate-filled or otherwise. You just have to summon up the courage to pursue it. And then you keep pursuing and grinding and working and loving it until you get there. Okie dokie, catch you on the next one.